You can't judge a woman that let two men penetrate her without judging the men in that, that situation too. Because, nigga, we outnumbered. Why are you choosing to be in a room hmm. with another man having your sex moans, sex faces and shit? I had it. Dick out. Dick out. Leg. Nigga, if your out. leg touched my leg and I was stroking, I'm going to die. Real talk. I was, I was 19, bro. And this is my supervisor. Shout out to him. I ain't going to say his name. <laughs> he might be married. But they took me on a trip. Like, we went to this little club. I got our way, right? So it's the two, my two OGs, and it's me. They get two girls from the club. You know, so I'm by myself. So I'm in the back, and the girl is rubbing my leg. I forget, we just going somewhere, I guess, for them to fuck or whatever. And she rubbed my leg. I'm like, damn, you know, fuck going on? So we get to the location. I sit in the car and let them go do their thing. I'm like, you know, I'm going to keep it play. I'll wait. He come back to the car and say, hey, bro. She want the train. She wants to get down, you know, mm. come on in. So I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> this is the shit they be rapping about, you know? <laughs> I'm excited. So I go out there, I get my little kind of shit, you know? And I'm like, damn, this nigga naked. <laughs> <laughs> he naked too. I'm in front of this girl and she trying to give me some head, right? And he's behind her. So we, we ain't got no choice, we right here. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at her nice skin, her hair flowing and shit, and I'm pulling her hair back and looking at her little face. And all of a sudden I hear, ah! And I look up and I see his face, ah! And I'm like, whoa. They didn't tell me about this part. And then he said, all right, bro, your turn. And turned around. <laughs> Man, I don't want to go in there. Describe myself in two words, rich and unemployed. These stones cost two birds. Let it count it when she bored. Deposit hit chicks, clearing ace. Nothing void. I know that ain't my ex calling. Null and void. Where we going? Money going up. All right, welcome. Money counting. Rich and unemployed podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Dubaton, aka Finesse. And uh, before we get started, make sure you guys check out the Patreon. Make sure you guys check out the website for the merch, www.richunemployed.net. And um, I got a very, very special guest today. The one and only Mike Bless. What's up, man? <laughs> my brother. Yeah, man. Um, this is actually my homie. Uh, For sure. First met this guy when he was in the gym. I had to hit somebody across the head with it. <laughs> Tell me a story, bro. <laughs> no, that's, that's a true story. Um, I was coming to the gym, regular day, you know, going to lift weights, not thinking somebody would be getting beat to a bloody pulp. Uh, walked in next to this gentleman with some dreads. I actually held the door for the brother. I said, you, you got it, man. He walked in and see me, you know, when my street senses kicked in. And I noticed everybody was, was looking very unhappy towards the door, including <laughs> this brother right here. I said, oh, shit. This ain't good. So mm-hmm. I veered to the left. And then uh, my, 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 my black man right here was, he turned into a gorilla. Now, mm-hmm. I know here he looked real smooth. He got the glasses on and the hat and the, and the nice TV shit. But that day, <laughs> it was a different person. And he with a kettlebell. Let me say something. It, it was right. He did the right thing. Because I guess dude was threatening. I wasn't there before, but he was like threatening to come with a gun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He had a gun. He had like, a, was it an M16 or something? 
some shit. AR-15, AR-15. AR-15. He got AR-15, and the man beat it out the bag. Literally beat him to the gun, <laughs> flew across the floor <laughs> in the LA Fitness. And I've lived, I've been in a lifetime ever since. But uh <laughs> for a lifetime, way out there with the white people. But uh yeah, that's how we met. Then I I, I think I DM'd you. Yeah, DM'd me. Yeah. I said, boy, you're a real nigga. I found out he did it for his partner. You know what I'm saying? Dude's trying to come push upon his little homie. Yeah. So I was like, man, you're a real nigga, man. I fuck with you. And then I started seeing that you had the podcast. I think you had just started, didn't you? Just started. Bro, I was like, and then I hit him like, bro, you got some with that podcast, man. Cause it was, it was um, it was different. Like, you know. The ambiance is crazy. And I think that a lot of podcasters, they corny. You know what yeah. I'm saying? A lot of these niggas is cornballs. And it's good to see like somebody that's that's mm-hmm. uh what's the word? Uh authentic. Cool. Influential. Cool as cool. fuck. Cool. cool, cool. That's the word. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Authentic. Um uh yeah. So I I fuck with it. I knew and it, it hasn't reached where it's going. Mm-hmm. It's already the hottest podcast in the world, but Trust me, man. Mm-hmm. This, bro, I ain't just saying it because we're right here on camera, man. I'm excited to be here. Um, I didn't want to keep blowing you up in your DM. I was trying to play it cool, <laughs> but uh, here we are. You know what? I felt sure. the same way. Like, man, I don't want to keep bothering this nigga, man. Like, <laughs> sure. Because I'm cool with him. Like, he don't just want to come on the show. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, Devon Timon. Um, now, you're damn near everywhere, bro. Like, you're in, first of all, let's introduce who you, what, what do you do? Uh, I'm an actor, writer, producer, director. Um, I'm the uh, a writer and producer on Country Wayne skits. If y'all see it on YouTube, Facebook, it's the number one web series in the world. We do like 40 million views a week. That's crazy. Yeah, man, it's nuts. We broke the. I think I think Game of Thrones do like did like 43 million overall yeah. all the episodes. We do it every week, so cool. it's a blessing, man. But I'm an actor. I've done. Um, Secret Headquarters, which is the number one streamed uh, show on Paramount Plus the first week, produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. You know, Jerry Bruckheimer did uh, Beverly Hills Cop. He did um, Top Gun. He did mm. Pirates of the Caribbean. He's the one that's, um, responsible for Will Smith becoming a megastar. Eddie Murphy, um, I did that. Uh, Raising Dion, season two mm. at the time, before Squid, Squid Game came along. Mm-hmm. The number one streamed show on Netflix. Um, what else I did? I, I, I got like 30, 30, 40 credits. That's crazy. Yeah, man. God good, man. And I, I just I started acting at like 40. At 40? How do you crazy. know? 44. You've been acting for four years. Four years, <laughs> man. Crazy. Um, I heard a little bit of your story, bro, when I was at the acting class that you went to. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> the guy, the instructor, I forgot his name. What's his name? Uh, Bruce. Bruce. Was it Was it, it was Bruce? Bruce Blackshear? Back, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, I see your picture on the wall. I was like, man, I know that guy. He was like, yeah, man, he came in here, man. He really just worked his ass off. Mm. Um, explain to me, uh, fuck that. Let's go back. What was you doing before this? Because uh, you look like a security guard, drug dealer. <laughs> I don't know which one. What you do before this? And you used to make music. So I made music. Mm-hmm. Before this, I was facing 30 years in prison. Yeah. But uh, before that, music industry, uh, I was signing Slip and Slide Records down in Miami. You know, uh, rapping, singing, what? It was like what these boys doing now, but it was before their time. You know, I, like the singing, rapping thing. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying um, I got I was signed with Drake first when Drake first came. Uh-huh. Cause we supposed to do a song together. You and Drake. We supposed to do a song together. I promise you, bro. Imagine that. And Ted didn't want to pay the five thousand. Ted was like, man, that boy, he ain't gonna be around. All the lights came, motherfucker. Yeah. He was wrong. 
Was he wrong? But it worked out because I mean I'm too big to be singing and jumping around on stage, so that shit worked out. Big as hell. How tall are you, bro? Six five. Two seventy one. How much you weigh? Two seventy one. Two seventy one. Big boy. I snore for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you this big? A girl told me today I look like I snore. Is that fucked up? I mean, you do look like you snore. <laughs> what does that mean though? Um, Is that just big people just snoring? A, just a big nigga. <laughs> big guy. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Yo, he, got, he said, whoa. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so with the music industry, did you just give up? Like, man, fuck it, I might just move on to something else or it just kind of like... Just that shit was like that woman that break your heart. You know what I mean? Because mm. music, I'm, I'm a, like, I play piano. Like, I'm really a musician. So it's like, you really doing this and it's like, it's a popularity contest. Once you finally get there, you're like, okay, I'm here. Mm-hmm. My whole life I've been doing this and not get here. And it's like, damn, it's really about, a, it's a popularity contest. Yeah. And so it just, um, and then you know, the bad record deal, we hear the stories all the time. Yeah. Um, you signed the 360? Yeah. Got your ass. They got me. <laughs> they got your ass. It happened, man. <laughs> it happened. But I understand why they do 360, because you know, at the time, um, See, I understand both sides. Not that I'm a producer, I understand like both sides. You know, even with the strike we got going on, mm-hmm. I understand both sides because, you know, if Ted put the money behind me, he's taking the risk. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of artists they blow up and they be like, "Man, this motherfucker, you know, I, I need my my um, what, what is it? The, my, my masters? Like, no, motherfucker, I want to eat forever too. Mm-hmm. I put the money I put the up. Money up. Yeah. Fuck that. So I, you know, I understand both sides. So 360 back then. The album sales weren't, you know, that's when albums were like obsolete mm-hmm. and it was shows. So the mm-hmm. 360 just mean we're going to get a percentage of the shows too because they didn't get percentage shows before and, and the labels was losing because they was putting the money up, making the artists hot and they do the shows and the, the producer, I mean, the, you know, the production didn't get none out of it. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you make any money from the game? <sighs> Man. Mm. I did I not enough. Not what you're making now. Not enough. No, nah, not what I'm doing now. <laughs> She's crazy now. <laughs> She's crazy. Um, did you have any aspirations of being an actor back then? You know what's crazy, bro? Flow Rider. Shout out to my dog Flow. I did a uh I was so I was doing a um it was a movie called Malcolm Jones, shout out to Malcolm Jones too. I was, it was a movie called uh, Magic City. And I was helping to do the the um not scoring, but the the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. So we in the studio and Malcolm just staring at me like I feel him staring at my the side of my head. I'm like, why is this nigga looking at me? You know what I mean? Because it's me and him in there by himself. So he like, um, man, can you act? I'm like, I'm sure I can. You know what I mean? He's like, he didn't pick none of my music, by the way. Mm-hmm. But he was like, <laughs> he's like <laughs> he said, I want you to try for this role. So you know, being a writer, we write from the from the mind. We don't, you know. So I just I was able to learn the lines real fast and do the audition, and I got the role. And Flo Rida told me we worked together on the set. And after the movie, like about a year and a half later, Flo texted me randomly. The only time he ever texted me ever. Mm-hmm. He was like, where you at, bro? And I was like, I'm in Vegas. Where you at? He's like, I'm in L.A. where you should be. He said, um, man, you're supposed to be doing you're supposed to be doing this. No disrespect to your music career, mm-hmm. but you're supposed to be an actor. And it was like random as hell, like a year and a half later, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. That's the only text he ever sent me. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> So when I say my boy Flo is, is kind of like, <laughs> I don't want to make sure we've been talking about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, th- thank you, Flo, if you see this, man. What year, I, what year this was? 
damn, who was this? It's a blur, man. I forget. But it was like that next year, because then I went to Africa, and because I, I, I practice African spirituality, I went to Africa and met the Arab the King, and he told me like, you know, you've been in, you've been in the right arena playing the wrong sport. Mm. And he was like, you need to go be an actor. I said, damn. So I came home and, and got in class and went crazy. And three weeks, it was like three months later, I had an agent. I booked the show on Fox. Like three three months, it was crazy. You say you practice what spiritual? What you uh, African spirituality called Ifa. Ifa. Mm-hmm. You? I'm a Babalo. Wow. Yeah, man. A lot of people don't know that. You, you don't wear the beads and stuff, though. I never seen that. Nah. I don't show? need to. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, those that do is cool, but a lot of people in Atlanta just like it's you know it's a fad. Wow. I go to Africa a month and a half to train to learn the language and learn how to pray all that. A lot of people just, a lot for y'all, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you for real. Yeah, some people just want to, they want to make, you know, they think it's like a shortcut to money or something, but. When you, who put you on to this? Cause I mean, some people think it's evil. Some people think, they just don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, like voodoo, voodoo, Santeria, everything we do is going to be deemed as evil black by people. the most evil people in the world. Black people. Yeah, everything black people do that our ancestors did, when they was minding their business before they got oppressed, yeah. It's going to be deemed evil because we don't have the production to make things look a certain way. Like, mm-hmm. if you watch a movie right now and you see anything that's look, black culture, religion, excuse me, the music going to be, uh, and the dude going to be looking all weird yeah, and shit. Looking crazy. Yeah, yeah. You're like, uh-huh. I don't want to do that shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> that yeah. shit look crazy. But that's not what it is. These are the most, these people was minding their business. Mm-hmm. These people, if you look at statistics, if you look at the numbers, they ain't kill that many people. So mm-hmm. fuck the production, fuck mm-hmm. the music and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like I look at, I, I, I'm, I'm a person. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a old school man. I don't, I'm not. A, I just feel like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And there's no disrespect to anybody's system. I'm just saying like we ain't gonna t- we, we can't talk bad about that one if we just speaking on what happened. What is um, Ifa? Do you use it to like uh, bring certain things in your life? Yeah, yeah, to bring joy into my life. Joy, happiness. Like it's my see for me. Any religion is good. It's the character of a person. Like you could be a Muslim, you could be a Christian. Like my brother, my best friend in the world is Country Wayne. He all he talk about is Jesus is popping. Jesus, mm-hmm. Jesus, Jesus. We're never gonna have a conversation where I'm trying to convert him from that, right? right. Or vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? His character, Iwapuli, is what we're saying. Ifa is, who are you? What you believe in? That's cool, but nigga, if you molest children, mm-hmm. you a rapist to me. I don't give a fuck what name you scream. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I done, I done had niggas owe me money in my religion. So I'm not gonna just say, oh, you're my brother because you believe what I believe. Mm-hmm. My brothers is people who live honorably. Right. Because it's easy to just believe some shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe Santa Claus not little. Mm-hmm. That nigga never came. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck all that. Like, who are you? <laughs> so, <clears throat> but yeah, it brings, it brings for me, you know, when I had, I went through a, we talked about that, I'm sure, but went through a rough spot in my life. And I, just, I tried to like disconnect from God. I was like, I ain't talking to God no more because my mama had transitioned. I took it personal. Mm-hmm. But then once I understood that death is a misunderstood reality, then I was like, 
Oh, I'm tripping. Mm. Nigga, I'm gonna die one day. What am I talking about? Car crash, asthma attack, sleep in your, di- in your, in your, in your bed, shot, whatever, however it happens, it's gonna happen. You know okay. what I mean? So once I got past that and tried to get back to God, um, it was the first time I had like, as an adult with just clear, no influence from family or anybody else had to say, okay, what does this look like? Like how did God, how God gonna speak to me? Mm-hmm. And uh, with my research, I traveled the world and I went to, and my thought process is if I go to get a Benz, right? If I go to a BMW dealership, what are they gonna say about the Benz? It's some bullshit. It, is, it ain't shit. Mm-hmm. When you get to the end of the road, it's gonna blow up and you're gonna burn forever. Mm-hmm. That's what they're gonna tell you because they're trying to sell their car. So I was like, I'm gonna go to every dealership. So I think I traveled the world. I took my money to travel the world and I went to mosques. I went to, I went to, I talked to Buddhists. I talked to them about their religion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What I realized is, cause when you do it that way, you don't got your, you know, your grandma saying, oh, that shit yeah. terrible. Mm-hmm. What I realized is religion is culture. Cause our religion is, is a spiritual system that's cultivated, cultivated by a particular culture mm-hmm. that we utilize to tap into a higher power. So basically it's like, what's the highest word in your language? Mm-hmm. Allah. Mm-hmm. God, whatever the highest word is in your language is how you address this higher power mm-hmm. and then in your particular culture because we can't put God in a box. We try to, mm-hmm. like, this is what God said. <clears throat> okay, that's cool, but he probably said this over here too. See, we're human. We try to put God in our box because it's called spiritual insecurity. So, if, like, I'm afraid I'm wrong. And I could, you know what I'm saying? I'm afraid I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't keep mm-hmm. my life to this and mm-hmm. I'm wrong. You know, that's spiritual insecurity to try to attack, some, attack another person's way. Mm-hmm. And what I realize is, it's just culture. My ancestors said this. Their ancestors said this. But they just happened to have guns and shit, so they killed mine. So now that story <laughs> sounds a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it's just culture. It's, your, <clears throat> it's what your, your ancestors said about each, each individual culture. You know what I'm saying? So really, that's why I say for me, it's like, Religion is culture. Mm-hmm. Whichever one you, whichever car you choose can get you down the road. This is my car. Get to the same path. Yeah. So I had this, this same type of thought process too, because mm-hmm. I grew up a Christian and um, I only was a Christian because parents, family was Christian. Exactly. But <clears throat> I didn't know anything else. You know what I'm saying? I can't, how can I make a decision if I, it, this was only put in front of me. So I said the same thing, like, yo, listen, I don't want a religion. I want to go learn all these other religions first. I want to go see what they're talking because how can i how can i i don't know nothing about buddhism <clears throat> but i just told christianity i don't know which one fits me mm-hmm. well so i said the same thing i'm gonna travel the world learn about all these religions and then either put all these things together and come up with like my own belief system mm-hmm. but if i wasn't one of them though, i ain't gonna hold you voodoo was one of them voodoo comes from benin and when it got to haiti it became voodoo because it was a mixture of christianity and Voodoo. Same with, same with Santeria was the mixture of uh, when the Catholic slave owner, because our religions, they're, most religions are mixed breed. You know what I mean? Like Santeria was when they had the slaves, like let's say the slave owner was cool. Like in prison, you know, I'd be that cool CEO. Mm-hmm. You're like, I fuck with buddy, he's just doing his job. But now let's say his daughter gets sick and she got cancer. Mm-hmm. And now you know, your name Dr. Sebi, who was an E5 priest. No. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a, um, he, he's a, a E5 priest. Wow. He's a Babylon. So now 
I can put these herbs together and heal your child because I fuck with you like that. Mm -hmm. So I guess what you're going to do? You're going to allow me to practice this thing, but I can't do it in public. I can't do it outright. So you put the saints, you put the Orisha behind the saints, mm -hmm. Santeria. Mm -hmm. So everything, we all the shit come from Africa. All Let's just be clear. Mm -hmm. So, but, but it don't matter what you do. It's like who is what you do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. All right, let's go back to your, your, your 30 year sentence for it. Oh, shit. He was facing 30 years. What, Damn. what was you doing, my nigga? Um, selling bricks, guns? Uh, selling, death row? I mean, <laughs> it was a lot of things. I was selling a lot of shit. You know, you sell a lot of shit, violence come with it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Alleged violence. Alleged. You know? Where you, so, where you was at? Uh, Vegas, Miami, Cali, Ohio, um, Mississippi, Alabama. So what happened? Like, did they, what happened? Uh, you know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> man, we should, I should sit up. <laughs> it, it, it was a, it was a, uh, I, I sold a lot of drugs. I just say that. Okay. A lot of drugs. Federal shit happened. Um, I ain't telling nobody. I'm probably like, hold on, you don't want to talk about it, but, <laughs> but it, was, it was some, it was some, uh, you know, alleged violence and shit like that. I just don't even, I don't like to go back to that. I mean, it's part of my my story, but um, yeah, it just it's 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 a, it's a darker version that I. That's what E5 helped me with. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a lot of you deal with a lot of things in the past. I'm sure you know that, um, like a lot of people get into. Christianity because they want to they want to write their sins you know what I mean mm -hmm. so it was just a, it was just a dark a dark dark spot for me when you got out of that situation um what did it make you realize did it make you like value your life a little more like you know yeah it made me value life period not just mine but other people's lives you know um because you know I think that Somebody said this one time, like, we just say nigga and this and that. We, we, try to, we dehumanize each other. You know what I'm saying? We dehumanize other black people to make it easier to hurt them. Mm. But, you know, when you really think about, I don't know, you just seen it before. You just seen a mama crying saying, that's my baby. Mm. You know what I mean? That's the shit they don't put in the songs. Like a woman crying saying, that's my baby. A black woman breaking down some shit that, you know, so it's 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 um like the the shit we in our culture that we push so much of man is really uh it it, it just is the is devaluing life when our life is really like we special black people special man mm -hmm. you know what I mean and um we hurt our mothers and our that's what fucked me up is you know my mama gone but seeing another man's mother hurting over something that you mm -hmm. you know what I mean. That shit never they'll put they'll put that shit in them song, we'd be dancing in the club. You know what I'm saying? They'll put that in the mix. So So now let's talk about your journey then. Um, because I only heard part of it. Like you you went into this class and you just worked your ass off and just took off. Like explain that. Okay, signing up for your or trying to become an actor. Mm -hmm. Like what was your thought process at the beginning? Like, okay, you know, I'm gonna do this and become, cause you know, Rock, after he got done wrestling, he was like, I'm gonna be the biggest fucking entertainer in the world. Yeah. And it happened for him. Like, tell me your process, your story. Man, I just, it wasn't no plan B. Hmm. Get rich or die trying. I did it the other way, you know what I'm saying? Like, I done risked my life all this time, man. 
So why not? And, and I dedicated my life to this, to these codes where mm-hmm. I ain't going to tell on this nigga because of this and I ain't going to do that or I got to do some of this person because they did this. So why not dedicate myself the same way to something positive mm-hmm. um, and really just submit? Because a lot of times we be afraid of failure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times we scared to really try. It's like a female. If I be like, hey, man, what's up, man? She say no. But imagine if I put my suit on. Yeah. I get some flowers mm-hmm. and I rent a car and I, you know what I mean? I pull up on them and say, hey, listen, like, I just think you're the, you know, you're the best thing I've ever seen in my life. And I've been crushing you for a long time. I just, and she said, no, then it hurt a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times that's what we afraid to really go for our dreams. Mm-hmm. But seeing my mama transition, that's not do death was real. I'm like, bruh, I don't want to be laying on my deathbed looking up at the ceiling. Cause some of the conversations me and my mother had, I don't want to be saying, damn, I should have really just, I'm tired of hearing, man, you got so much potential. You mm-hmm. a star. I'm tired of hearing that shit. I want to be it. So I gave everything I had. I, I took every single class that he had. I, I was like, because he had like four or five classes. I said, man, I want all the classes. I want the one-on-ones. I got in the gym. I was, I, I, I pretty much had my alarm set on my phone to one o'clock. Every day at one o'clock, I need to do something for an hour that pertains to acting. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going against, you know, the dude who I'm going against the guy on the mattress. They ain't got shit. They ain't got nothing. I'll still I still go like that. Like yeah. when I when I do my <clears throat> shit, you know, my life has changed drastically financially. Mm-hmm. But I grind like Floyd Mayweather. I grind like I ain't got shit, bro. Cause I know I've been that dude mm-hmm. living in the car, you know. She you hurt somebody to eat. You you could hurt someone too. <laughs> Let's not get Mike Glenn hungry, bro. <laughs> I was right again. now. It's pausing. He wilding out tonight, man. He going Nick Cannon on his man. <laughs> but no, nah, I don't want her nobody now, man. I just I'm in the pace. I'm in the place to just you know what I mean. I'm pushing peace, and I want us to be the black man to try to you know. Be able to communicate, mm-hmm. even when we upset with each other. Hmm. No tissue. Need some tissue, nigga. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> They're not gonna see this, are they? Nah. Oh, cool. Nah. All right, thank you. Thank you, brother. Um, what was your uh, first breakthrough? Um, in film? Yeah. My first breakthrough was getting an agent. I trained for three months and I went to People's Store. Shout out to People's Store. I'm not with them anymore, but I forgot y'all. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all giving me the opportunity when I had nothing on my resume. But just going in there and auditioning and getting the agent, that was so big for me, man. I'm like, damn, I'm really an actor. I got an agent. You know what I mean? Um, and then my first week of auditioning, I booked a role on Star. The scene got omitted, so I never did it. But Damn. to get the call, like, hey, mm. want to give you this job? I'm like, Yo, I'm an actor. For, you know what I'm saying? Mm. To know, like, I'm really an actor for real. Like, that was, that was my big breakthroughs. Because once I know I can do it, once I'm in, mm-hmm. that's the breakthrough. Mm-hmm. You know? I got the same type of story, though. Like, when I think about <clears throat> what I was doing before, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I went to prison. Like I, I, it took so much energy to do that type of shit. It took so much energy to manage people, to to get up and be dedicated every day. Because with that, like, it's really no failure. You know, you got somebody that made some M's 
gave you the recipe. He's like, oh shit, as long as I follow this this recipe, mm -hmm. I can make the same thing. So I dedicated my life to like illegal shit. Then I go to prison and then now I was like, all right, well, do I go harder or shit? Do I change and just put this energy somewhere else? Mm -hmm. And I was at a crossroad of like, all right, I have to make a decision. And even when I was doing the podcast, I was still like, you know, I ain't, mm. I ain't fully commit yet. And then one day I was just like, yo, listen, I have to be a podcaster though. I got to fully commit to this fucking, this dream. You know what I mean? Like, and that's when it really started turning for me. Like when I really just said, fuck everything. Mm -hmm. I don't want to make no money doing nothing else, but this right here, I gave it a hundred percent and this shit just really started taking off for real. Same type of situation. Like people will dedicate themselves to like illegal things because it's easier or they, they think it's easier when it's really the same shit. It's just energy. It's just Damn. focus. Same shit. Damn. Same thing. But hearing your story is like, damn, like you fully committed. Like, yo, give me every class. I want the one-on-one -on -one sessions. Yo, this is what I'm doing. At 40. You know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't <laughs> nigga with it, like that's like a rapper. Man. That's like a rapper. Like, I told a nigga right now, you 40, you rapping. Don't it's do it. It's over, but quit. you can't say that. Like, because I can't say I'm wrong. You're all right. Look at me. Rick Ross, you know what I mean? Popped at like 30-something, 36, mm -hmm. same with two chains. So I mean, your chances might be very, very slim, but shit, it's a possibility. 40 rapping? Damn. That's fucked up because I made it, but <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. I'm like, nigga, I be when it tells them my homies, like, hey, man, you got to be good, though. Got to be good. Because some people be 40 and trying to do some shit they ain't good at. And that's when we got to be real friends. I got to tell the homeboy, as a matter of fact, I live here, bro, you need to do something different. Is that fucked up? Nah, you got to listen, bro. You need real friends in your life to tell you the fucking truth. Like, listen, bro, yeah. this ain't. And but you don't want to come off as a hater either. That's the issue. You don't want to come as a hater. Like, yo, listen, bro, I'm I'm your homie, bro. I I promise you, I want you to win, boy. <laughs> that shit ain't. Yo. You can't rap. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't good at this shit, dog. You so, use oh, you use words like swag, nigga. Please, man. Don't listen, say swag. We must have heard that word. Um, swag surfing. My bad, vibrate there. It's on vibrate. Must be important. <laughs> I know she broke through that shit. There we go. She she died. That motherfucker. <laughs> um, what the fuck I was talking about? We talking about people quitting. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> quit, nigga. <laughs> quit your dream, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> nah, nah, I do it, man, because you know what? On some real shit, success is peace of mind. So if you try to be whatever you're trying to be and you die and you don't make it, you do what you want to do. Well, yeah, you live the life that you, you wanted to live. You know what um, I'm saying? And then another thing, too, you just never know where that path might lead you. You might not be a rapper, but you might end up being an A&R. You might be in you might be in a position to make money. It's just not what you thought it was gonna be. Mm -hmm. Like I used to be a photographer. I thought it was gonna be like the best photographer in the world. This is like right before prison, and not knowing that I was gonna start a podcast. And now I know all the cameras, lights, audio, mm. like the shit. It's just second nature. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't know back then. Your so, shit look crazy here. Listen, let me tell you something. I ain't gonna lie. Because when I met you, I was like, oh, he a nigga. I was like, I can go do that shit. Because yeah. when I seen you, I was like, why his shit look so much better than everybody else? See, I ain't know that. Uh -huh. And now I'm in here. See, y'all don't see what I see. Yeah. It's a lot of shit in here. This ain't just. It's like, oh, no. That back there, y'all see that. But in front of me, nigga, it's just don't don't try to do this. Yeah, this ain't for everybody. This ain't for you, man. But it wouldn't have looked like this if I didn't 
go through that thinking I was going to be a photographer, a videographer. You know what I'm saying? If I didn't go through that process in my life. I'm glad I didn't work. Photographer yeah, versus this? Yeah, for sure. You lit right now. Bro. Lit, lit. Nobody stops a photographer like, yo, can I get a picture? <laughs> <laughs> <Nah>. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you work with Country Wayne now. Um, how the hell that happened? Damn, you know what's crazy? COVID hit. Damn, COVID. I started doing my own, and I had a bunch of little outfits, and I did my own series at the house. I could go to where I had one camera and one light, uh -huh. and I shot. I played fourteen characters with, and I learned how to edit on YouTube. Yeah. And I, you know, went opposite myself. I did a whole series, fourteen characters, and um, Chase Walker was it good? That shit was fire. That was my first time. I was going viral. You seen it? Oh, damn. You seen it? <clears throat> you know how happy that made me feel that this nigga seen it? That nigga said everything is fire, bro. No, fuck. Did anybody else see it? <laughs> you didn't see it? I think that was about it. Just, just, just one person. Yeah, just one you person. You just seen it? Just, just one person. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> she look like, nigga, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I just seen you when you came in there. That's all I see, nigga. <laughs> no, nah, but... I appreciate you, man, for seeing that. That was my little, it, it was, but they, but that's how they find me. Chase Walker, shout out to Chase, my man Brad. He, he saw it and he brought me to Country Wayne, like, yo, we're gonna do a couple skits with him. And what's crazy is I ain't gonna do no skits. Cause I was like, I'm an actor. Uh -huh. I'm a real, I don't do skits. <laughs> I know how much money was involved. <laughs> when I went to that nigga Country Wayne house, I said, shit. Where y'all wanna start skating? Shit. <laughs> Shit. Shit. What time we start, goddamn? That nigga house look crazy. Shit. That nigga got a million dollar with furniture. Yeah, I know somebody got some money. And we ain't hate when I put this business out there. Cause we had a situation. But um, the furniture in the house. When you see this, when you see the furniture in somebody's house, that lets you know what the money looking like. Hmm. You know what I mean? Cause you can get a how you can you know, if you know, you can finesse. No pun intended. You can get a house. I know a bunch of niggas in Atlanta with cars and shit. But when you go to their house, ladies, listen. What's your camera right there? Yeah, yeah. That's ladies, the furniture, the decor. I know how much these chairs. I got these chairs in my shit. I know how much money these niggas spend these chairs. Mm -hmm. This nigga got money for real. <laughs> Y'all need to start looking at these niggas' furniture, man. <laughs> that's where the money at. You got a big ass house on furniture. That shit probably ain't even his. But when I seen the nigga furniture and the way his house was set up, mm -hmm. you could tell like, oh, he got a real, he got a like interior designer to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? And then I seen the other shit in LA. I'm like, oh, this nigga really, you know. And he was making six hundred a month. Hmm. I went in. Damn right. Shit. When we start the skits. When we start skitting. <clears throat> shit, I was. Man, Hollywood be calling. I be busy now. Yeah. Shit, I be busy. Unless it's a bad, you know, unless it's something I want to do. Like Power Book. I just did Power Book 4. The month, they can't pay me enough to, to like, they can't send me the amount of money to make me say, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm past that point. I did that because I just wanted to be a part of the power world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I bought my own plane ticket. Mm -hmm. I got my own room. Because what they did, they wanted to just film locals. They're trying to, you know. People from Chicago? Yeah, a lot of actors from Chicago. Mm. A lot of the actors, like the, you know, the co-stars. And it's but it's cheaper to do it that way too. You get local hire and then you get the tax break for the 
it's a whole different production. But I came as a local hire because I was like, I just want to be on there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't about the money. So like for me, like now, because of the skits in film and television, I'm only doing things I want to do. I don't have to do no crazy shit. I ain't putting on no motherfucking dress. I ain't doing nothing but what I want to do mm-hmm. and I'm comfortable doing because I don't need to do it. <clears throat> have you ever been um, uh, approached about like some weird shit? Oh, yeah. No. Well, okay, I shouldn't say no weird shit. I'm going to say I got approached to get put on, to put on a dress uh-huh. when I was on set. And it was cool. Like, they weren't trying me, you know what I'm saying? But subconsciously, they were, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. The big, black, strong. For me, it's just as my trauma as a black man. I take things a different way. They weren't trying to do that to me, mm-hmm. but I take things a certain way. Like, man, why you ain't got to have us doing this shit? You know what I mean? But um, basically, I did a, I did an episode or two of this show. It's a, it's, a, it's a really good show, too. Shout out to them. I ain't going to say the name of the show, but I did a show, and basically they were like, oh, you know what? I did get tried. I'm going to go back to that. Um, I did the show, and I, and I was supposed to be done. And the writer seen me. He like, yo, you killing it, bro. I want to um, write you in for more episodes. I'm like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when I leave, my agent called me like, yo, you, you're killing it. They want you back tomorrow. I'm like, bet. So I ain't got no script. I'm just going. So I get there, and I go into the the trailer with me and my homies and we chopping up they're like oh man you gotta see that part where you had the dress on i said nigga who who <laughs> nigga who got what dress on they're like you your character i said no nah, nigga my character i'm in the skin that mean i got to put it on i said i'm not wearing no dress and so of course everybody like, no i didn't like that so i went to the director i said hey man listen bro no disrespect you know um and i don't look crazy nobody that wear a dress my preference you know what it's i mean i like bro i ain't putting on no dress and they're like, no, it's not. It's not like that. It's it's, it's a it's a sketch. I said, I don't care what it is. I ain't wearing no dress, so I don't know how y'all want to fix it. He said, well, I'm gonna tell the production, but they might end up writing you out. And I was like, well, shit, I will go ahead and pack my shit, and just in case, mm-hmm. you know. But they changed it, mm. and they put somebody else in the dress. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so to so, goddamn it, that happened. And then another thing happened where this was crazy, and this opportunity. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna say what show it was. It was a. It was big, and um, put like this. When I got the role, it wasn't the role that was big. I don't want cap. It was the show that was big. Mm-hmm. When I got the role, I teared. When I was riding the car, I got the car. I had a tear come. I was so happy. I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it was a network. I always wanted to be on this network. So the day before, so I go to get fitted. You know, I'm excited. And I play in this prison, like, you know, he like the 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 dude in prison, you know, he the bully. He he the he the yard bully. So they called me the day before. I said, hey Mike, this is an intimacy producer. Mm. I'm like, what the fuck you calling me for? Mm. Am I about to fucking nurse or something? <laughs> That'd be the only way. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Asking me if I'm okay to have a um I forget what you call it when you put your dick in the sock. Um, uh, I forget it's called. And I was like, for what though? And I'm trying to, she's like, well, you're going to try to take, I was like, I ain't doing that. She's like, no, it's not going to happen. Is what you're going to try. I said, no, it ain't going to happen because I ain't going to do that. I'm going to try to take no nigga ass. I ain't doing that. You know what I mean? So then we, I said no. And then, of course, 
they 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 cut me out. They was like they called my, my my agent called. They apologized. I still got paid because technically they didn't tell me about. You know, you right. get a role that they, they tell you within the breakdown. Mm -hmm. So I still got paid, but they didn't. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't do that role. That's crazy because you say you teared on the way there. I yeah. cried, bro. And for you to turn that shit down because of that. Some some niggas ain't turning that shit down, bro. Not even because of money. They just want to be a part of it. Like, damn, like I got this opportunity. I don't want to. They would think that's their last opportunity. Like, mm -hmm. Damn, it might be it for a nigga. Like, fuck it. Let me rape a nigga. But, god damn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but some that. people, you know, some guys, honestly, some of it be. Is it pause moment again? Fuck, bro. Yo. He was giving a. That's not a pause, is it? <laughs> shaking his head and shit, man. Go ahead. He is disappointed in you right now. I'm going to that right now. He is disappointed in the motherfucker. I'll tell you why after. I'll tell you why. <laughs> fuck it. I'm going to tell, tell, tell you right now. Okay. <laughs> no, fuck that. You got to hear it. He walked in here, right? Uh -huh. And seen, before you, he seen a bag from Tokyo Valentino. Mm -hmm. You know that what that is, right? Yeah. It was a fucking strap on. Oh shit. With a vibrator. And he was like, yo, what the fuck is this? Pause. I was like, it's yo. not what you think, bro. It's not what you think. So it's I, was, I was with Fancy the other day, right? Uh -huh. And then I told her, like, yo, get, cause she be in my fucking comments talking about she like pegging niggas. So I said, yo, go get a fucking Wait, peg, what that mean? Hitting niggas, hitting men from the back with a strap. That's her thing. Oh, for real? <clears throat> yeah, she dead serious about it. Wait, the one we Yes. Wow. So I told her, all right, look, come over here with one, and then on the on while we're doing the show, like pull it out like you want, and I'm gonna smack it out your hand, do some funny shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I never I left it on the counter. <laughs> well, she left it on the counter, and you know, I ain't really been here. And he walked in on this shit. I was like, yo, throw that shit the fuck away. <laughs> Damn, but, she peg? Damn. Yeah, she into that. Pegging the stallion. Pegging the stallion. <laughs> God damn, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Everybody got their thing they do, you know what I mean? Yeah, she really, um, that's, that's, she's very adamant about that. Damn. Like, I was playing with it, like, just to see if I could fuck it, just joking. She's like, if you let me peg you, I'll let you fuck for real. I was like, why? Fuck no. Like, wow. What the fuck I look like? Damn. Yeah. They like to do it. They like doing it to big guys. No, I'm not saying. Oh, shit. They like to break niggas down, bro. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, they like to demasculate, you know what I'm saying? Well, Demascul that's what it. It's called, uh, Buck breaking, man. They gonna buck break. You gotta get the biggest guy, and they break him down in front of everybody. That's a whole other story. But it's my slavery days. Yeah, I'm going. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's all good. But pegging, I never knew what that meant. Mm -hmm. Shit. Okay. Yeah. What the fuck was that before that? <laughs> Shit. That throw me off. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, we talking about the guy. Oh, uh, we were saying. So I was saying that a lot of times. A lot of actors. You know, the, a lot of guys. I'm gonna tell you something, man, and it's some real shit. The new slave owner is opportunity. Hmm. That's the new slave owner. Because when I turned that road down, I was not balling. I had, you know, I was making that transition from the street and I really was like needing these roles. Mm -hmm. I was, well, thinking I needed them. I didn't need them. I needed a guy, but you know what I'm saying? A lot of these guys, got, they got their families and they got their, and they're like, I have to do this. Like you said, they think this is it. Mm -hmm. But um, 
Yeah, man. I just, me personally, I'm just like, I'm just, it's just something I'm just not going to do no matter how much money it is. And like I said, it's no disrespect to other guys out there that's doing certain things. And the thing that pissed me off is. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Hell no, nah, nigga. Don't be selling your soul, nigga. Don't be selling your soul for that. Don't be selling your ass. Don't be, don't be acting like it. Because shit, this shit got to go to the world, bro. And kids got to see this shit. And you yeah. really fucking up people's minds. So fuck that. No. Stand on business. That's their that's they business they're standing on. <laughs> Fuck, they land on it. But, <laughs> I mean, teach his own. Like, you know, if that's what you want to do, brother, man, you know, mm-hmm. and that's your way of, of uh, portraying the art, then, hey, yeah, you know, know, I just don't like, the thing I don't like as an actor what I, that pisses me off is like, I feel like as a heterosexual black man in, in this industry, that people try to guilt you for not wanting to do certain things. Mm-hmm. I hate that shit. It's like, nigga, do your thing, and I support you doing your thing. Yeah. But don't try to make me feel bad because yeah. of this. You're not a real <laughs> actor. No, I am. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm an actor, and I have certain lines I'm not gonna cross. Mm-hmm. And I have, and, and you gotta think about this too. Like nowadays, people so be people be so hung up on wanting you to respect they their thing they do, but people forget, man. People got religions. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't no Christian, but I'm like, damn, if I was a Christian, where they had to be like, man, the yeah. Bible said this, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And there's no disrespect to you if you want to do it, but you can't tell me what I got to do and tell my kids whatever because we, we're not respecting people's religious beliefs anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But teachers all, man. You never got invited to, like, um, one of those parties? Mm, what party? Those parties. Nah, I don't know about that. Hollywood, the Hollywood, them hills, the hills party. Yeah. I've been to parties, but they don't, they don't be them type of parties. No, they know. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you know certain people. They give off a vibe, like you know, it's like in prison. You know, nowadays it ain't like in the '80s and they just taking, taking it. niggas. Niggas is giving it up. They giving it up, so they they can tell like, okay, Mike is he Mike cool. Like, see, in Hollywood, I maneuver great because I don't come off as a threat. You know, most it's hard as a very masculine black man to, you know, with alpha energy, it's kind of hard to move because, God damn it. This fuck up. It's don't vibrate, but the shit. This fuck up the interview, bro. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> vibrate. But they, you know, they, they don't. But for me, it's like, I don't come off with the, you know, the energy of I'm too aggressive. But at the same time, I do, my energy is, okay, Mike can't own that. So they don't really, they don't hit me with shit like that. You know, it, it's not. It's, it, I don't think it's like a back in the day. Like, hey, you want this role? <laughs> Come on in here. It ain't that. It's That's just, what I was asking. Like, every, every, every it ain't really like that. The dude, like, cause it's you know everybody's so open to what they're doing now. It's like a lot of these guys. This is what they own anyway. You know what I mean? Just uh-huh. like shit, they own that. So it's not really a yeah. let me turn you out type of situation. It's like too many guys is on it to try to turn me out. Mm. You know what I mean? So teach us on. It make it hard to get some of the roles though. <laughs> so these I bet it do. Yeah. But I'm cool. <laughs> I'll be all right. Um so are you a single man? Yes. How? How do you how do you successful? Six fucking six, five, whatever you is. <laughs> um, how do you even stay single? I'm newly single. Newly. Oh, yeah. It's just, you know, man, for me, where I'm at right now in my career and 
because I'm I'm selfish right now. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like to be in a relationship, you really got to be like, okay, I have to be um, mindful of a lot of things that I do and say, and excuse me, my time, mainly my time, hmm. and uh, I'm just not in that place. I'm in a place of. If I get a car right now to go to LA, like I just got a car to go to LA, I'm going, I just want a plane ticket. I'm going. I just want to get up and go. I, I want to go. I want to check in with nobody. I can't check in, you know. And and the crazy thing is, like every time you start dating somebody, like, oh no, I'm cool. I don't be tripping. What? But the deeper they fall in love, it's just, it's just really what I realize is it's just part of being in a relationship. So the motherfucker, that's cap. All that. Oh no, I'm. I don't stress. Mm-hmm. I don't stress you. I don't. They all say that. Mm-hmm. But then, you got them, that pile town kick in. Mm-hmm. You know, they start falling deep in love. And they want to spend time with their man, which is good. It's not a bad thing. Like, they ain't saying it's bad, but it's just, they think in the beginning, I'm cool with that. Right. No. In a relationship, what I've found in all these years of my life is the woman needs time. And it's okay because... It's a relationship. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that's why I just said, you know what? I'm not in that space. I'm in a very selfish space so that I can look out for my people. It's being selfish to be selfless is where I'm at right There's now. nothing wrong with that, bro. Mm-hmm. nothing wrong with choosing yourself and your career, whatever you're trying to do with your life, versus bringing somebody else in. Now you got to dedicate a percentage of your life to that person. You got to really kind of revolve around this person. No, for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just can't get up and just go to fucking Miami when you want to. But hey, baby, uh, are you saying can you? Can I? Can I go to, oh, I got this thing going and it's just, bro, mm. it's a superhero, man. Can't really be in a relationship. I'm trying to save my family. I'm trying to save, my, like, I'm trying to change the, Trajectory of my entire family. I don't come from money. I don't come from nobody in my family got money. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that y'all don't got jobs. Yeah, they don't real money. Nobody in my family really has. I can't call nobody and say, "Hey, cuz man, send me fifty thousand because I gotta make this move." Fifty what? <laughs> right. So because of that, I want to change the trajectory in my family. I'm breaking a, a curse. So I'm here for something something bigger than just me. So when I say I'm selfish. I'm selfish to be selfless. And that was a good one. You know what I mean? I like that one. So but that so that's what happened with the last relationship? You broke up with her? Yeah, she just um and she's a great woman. She's a great woman. I still love her. You know, I love her moms. We we all she she's they still my family. I just can't be in a situation because I want her to get what she deserved. Mm-hmm. She deserved that time. That's a real man, bro. Like yeah. understanding, like I'm not the one for you. I want you to be happy. Mm-hmm. And I can't be the one to do that. So I wouldn't let a woman go this same way. If it, you know, my mama told her, my mama said, if you don't love a woman, she said, if you really love a woman, sometimes, you know, if you really love a woman, letting go is is your true form of love if you know you ain't the one to give her what she deserves. And that girl deserved the world. She's an amazing mm-hmm. woman. Amazing. You know, probably, yeah, she's probably the best one I had. I do that with women that I ain't even been with. When I come across like really good women, mm-hmm. I'm like, I ain't finna waste your time, but yeah, yeah, I ain't, I'm not finna waste your time. Listen, I can't, I can't give you what you. I already know what you want. Oh yeah, you can. Tell. I can't do that. You can tell when a woman really want. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm very transparent at the beginning. Gotcha. What you do, know? What do you tell these women? I've been like, I'm not in a space for to be in a relationship, so I'm gonna waste your time. You know, we, <clears> um, 
we can have fun. We can go eat. We can hang out, vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, we can do it consistently. Cause I, cause I don't go to clubs. Like I don't, I don't, I don't have the same time. I don't have to spend with a woman like that. I don't have time to go party and kick it, mm-hmm. bro. I'm writing 120 skits a month minimum. That's a lot. And then I gotta go film all of them. I gotta write them. I gotta go produce them. I gotta go direct them. I'm in them. Mm-hmm. Like on top of that, then I still gotta I gotta worry about I have a medical company that I have. Mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta focus on that. Mm-hmm. And then still I got the I got the Hollywood, you know, the Hollywood ball I have to juggle, pause. So <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I felt you shaking your head over there. I was like, I got it. Hollywood ball? Yeah. Like a party? <laughs> he went to that fucking party. He wanted me at that party so bad. Oh, oh, okay, okay. He wanted me at the party so bad. <laughs> Why did man try to put me in that party, man? The party. I'm trying to figure out what ball we was talking about, but I didn't. I have a ball. <laughs> Juggle. Okay, 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 okay. It was three balls. It was a skit. It was just, yeah, I was, I was Nigga, juggling. what? Pause. <laughs> just pause this whole. Just cut this oh, shit out. Three balls? <laughs> I don't know, nigga. What's three balls? That's not the pause. Two balls would be a pause. <laughs> damn. Um. <laughs> God damn. <clears throat> so okay, while you're being a single man, mm-hmm. focused and stuff like that. So I'm, now you, when you meet women, okay, yeah, y'all could be friends, but now you meet multiple women. Like, do you have like a limit? Do you be like, yo, at, at twenty, I'm a, I'm. God damn. <laughs> she like got a big appetite. Uh yeah, because you, you know, when I was younger, that was my issue. When I was young, I would spread myself I was spread myself so thin when I was young. Um, you know, it take you away. Like you said earlier, it's the energy. Mm-hmm. I can't put all of my energy into this if I'm trying to because if you're not in a relationship with a woman, but you're dealing with a lot of women, you might as well be in one relationship right, because yeah. You're still dealing with these different emotions. You still, especially if you if you're intimate with a woman, you, you you're gonna deal with those those emotions and you, the soul ties and the, you know, her praying against you, which is the thing a lot of men don't know, but that's the one thing against you praying against you. I ain't never heard of that one. Trust me. Telling God what? Well, see, prayer is not getting on your knees and folding your hands. Prayer is every thought you have is your prayer. Oh. Because a lot of times people be like. You ever see that person that be like, I'm believing God, I'm praying for this, that mansion, and they never get the mansion? Mm-hmm. Because majority of their prayer, their thought is, man, I ain't even get that damn mansion. I can't afford that. I can't afford that shit. Yeah. And then they get on their knees and be like, and they be trying to trick God. God, Lord, then God be like, girl, I heard you all week. <laughs> that shit, you don't believe this shit? Don't <laughs> <laughs> come try to finesse God. Like he hear everything. So I don't play with God. So so when you deal with a woman, this is pretty deep I'm about to get into. Um You ever watch TV and you hear about the Illuminati and all this stuff? They talk about people sacrificing and all that stuff. The blood sacrifice. So they what they do is they do an incantation. And then they cut the blood, and then the incantation, the words, is the prayer, and then the blood. Same thing when you do kosher meat in the Jewish and the Christian uh-huh. community. It's incantation, it's pray, slay, eat. So the incantation, praying, blood, the blood, the spirit is in the blood, mm-hmm. right? So this is what people do to change things. It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Jesus was a 
sacrifice, the blood, the incantations, Father, why have you forsaken me? All that, it changed, everything when it comes to blood and spirit, it, cha- it could change something, it could put something in the place of something. Mm-hmm. Women, y'all ain't ready for what I'm about to tell you. Women, it's the only living being that bleeds every month. Mm. And they're praying. Mm. Women are very powerful. We're stronger physically. So it trick us to believe, yeah, it's a man's world. But you can't even be famous without women. You can't have, be successful without women. Women is the secret to success in life. And the women don't even know that. They don't know that they prayers. You know when somebody goes to the lead, they always say, yeah, I had a praying grandma. Mm. How many niggas you heard say I had a praying granddad? <laughs> because subconsciously, we don't even know it because we're spirits. Mm-hmm. Subconsciously, we don't even, we know subconsciously that the prayer of a woman is, is powerful. So this woman crying to God, is she physically strong, weaker than you? Ooh, I can't believe he did that to me. I went. And boy, listen, <laughs> I tell y'all something, man. You and your homeboy might get into it. And you ain't going to be like, oh, that nigga died in the car crash. You ain't going to think like that. Mm. Man, I've been in an argument with a woman and had bricks in the car. She trying to take the car and wreck the motherfucker. You realize they pull us over, we going to jail forever. Both of them. But you mad because you fought this girl phone and I got number in my phone and I said I fucked or whatever. You understand? Mm-hmm. We don't think like that. Now, when I say we, I'm talking about logical men. Because there's some crazy niggas out there. Y'all niggas, there's some crazy niggas out there too now. I ain't talking about y'all. I'm talking about logical men that's operating in their pure masculine energy. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to, if a girl, my woman cheat on me, I'm not going to really want bad for her. I'm going to be hurt in the motherfucker. I ain't be like, I hope that motherfucker die. I'm never going to think that. Not once. Not even just on some like, I'm upset. I'm sorry, I was so upset. Why not? Huh? Wait, to die? To die. You wanted to die? Not to die, but like, something? God damn. She cheated on me. Something got to happen. Something got to happen. Damn. What is going on right now? You supposed to let it walk? This shit took a turn. This shit took a turn. What? It just, okay, baby, just come back home. No, no. I'm not saying you're going to take her back. Uh-huh. I'm saying that you're going to be hurt. Mm-hmm. But you ain't going to want nothing to happen to her. Right? Yeah. God damn. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. What's going right, on? Right. Wait. Yeah. Harm? No, nothing. No. Oh, see, there you go. No harm, though. No harm, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Damn, Vanessa. Uh, man, listen, bro. She cheated <laughs> on me, man. But, but, but that's, so that's the prayer of a woman is, 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 is dangerous and is, is more powerful than ours. Mm. Men don't want to, men don't know that. And when I say that to men, I say this off camera. This ain't no, I ain't one of them niggas. Give them the camera, try to make women feel. Yeah. I'm telling you, what, that's what I believe in my spiritual belief. So when I tell men that, they be like, ah, man, now nah, we all like, boy, listen, pay attention. I, I truly believe that, though. I ain't gonna hold you. Like, I, and I thought this about this for a long time. Like, women are more powerful. We, yes, we look stronger. We are stronger physically, but mm-hmm. they have other powers that we just can't do. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. bringing life into this world. Come on, That's man. That's number one. 
bringing life into this world. That's just the most powerful thing. Like you, it, it wouldn't be a world without you. And this is just not even with the humans. This is just the world itself, like mm-hmm. animals, plants, like it's feminine energy. But man, listen, you cheat on me. God damn, Vanessa. We got to talk, man. Okay, so if a girl cheat on you, what are you going to do? I'm be hurt. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm never going to want, but I don't pray. I don't want to be like, man, I hope she, I don't want that bad to happen to her. I don't want to pull up in a Rolls Royce. <laughs> I want to pull up like smelling like him mm-hmm. like yeah I just put him in his brother register come bring your stuff that would make me go a little crazy right there like damn and you getting the money <laughs> but <laughs> I, I wouldn't wish bad on her though you know what I mean mm-hmm. I don't want to wish harm on a on woman like it's just, not harm I just hopefully I just hope you don't ever yeah, ever. <laughs> God damn. I, don't, I just really don't believe women should be cheating. Women shouldn't just be cheating. Like, leave. Just leave. What you cheating for? Just get up out of there. Just go. Sometimes it be hard. People cheat, man. I know. Men and women it's, cheat. It's reality. We all cheat, man. Women and men don't know how much women cheat, but they knew what. See, I know women cheat because I'm I'm the nigga they cheat with. Uh, that's one thing I don't do, bro. If a girl tells me she got a boyfriend, I just. You don't? Hell no, nah, man. I like crazy. that for some reason. But when they find out, it's you, see, you bigger than me, bro. So <laughs> it's different. I'm the nigga they going to shoot, though. Yeah, but they can't just shoot you in broad daylight at the mall. Yeah. Shit. They got to plan this shit. a woman? <laughs> These niggas right, is crazy. Right. I'm just, I don't know. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say. When I, in my younger days, I just love, I just love being the nigga they cheated with. I was real toxic. Mm. It was just exciting. Why? That must have been it. Cause why? Cause it's like men are, we are, we like to dominate. The right. act of sex, the man is dominating this woman. Like that's good sex. Like her head is pushed in between the headboard and the bed. For sure. And she's screaming for her life. And that's good sex. Screaming for her life. <laughs> that's good sex to a woman. Mike, what kind of women do you? you like? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of? What, what's they your like type, it. bro? No, women like to be, they, they want to be dominated. They want to really know, I'm in here with a man. Mm-hmm. So when they cheating with uh, cheating on a man, a lot of times, a woman ain't cheating on a man that's really, that's really putting that thing down. See, we cheat, women cheat for a reason. They missing something. Mm-hmm. We cheat because it's Wednesday. Yep, 9 o'clock. And 9 o'clock Wednesday, mm-hmm. just, being, just being honest, you know. But a woman cheat is, is deep. That's why that's why I heard you so much because you like damn, mm-hmm. she done went through the process because a woman got to let a man inside of her so it's like you had to be he had to reach that comfort zone. Right, we could just go outside and go fuck. That doesn't even matter. It's like women they gotta straight. go through uh, date texting. You telling this nigga all type of shit. They got laughing his jokes yeah. and hit him in the arm. You so crazy. Fuck man. At work, no. Mm-mm. Ah. Mm-mm. And then the thing that really hurt, fellas, it's gonna hurt you. Cover your ears if you can't take this type of shit. Think about your woman going to his place and having sex with him by mistake on purpose. And what I mean by that is, I'm going to just go over here and just chill and hang out. Mm-hmm. But she got on matching panties and bra. Mm-hmm. And then when that, the, the panties dangling off that ankle, and he oh. got her on his couch. Dangling off that ankle. God, that, that <laughs> panties dangling. That's what made me, when my girl chewed me, I think about it, that made me go crazy a little bit. I'm thinking about, did she suck his dick or not? Oh, my God. 
I'm Shout thinking out. about this. You suck his dick or not? You know what? I'm, tra- I'm changing please, my I'm changing my prayer. Please don't tell me you suck his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Look, fuck him all you want, but please, God damn. We oh. can't take it, ladies. I'm gonna tell you right now, we can't take it. I don't care what y'all want to say. Like, it's the same thing. No, it's we not. can't take that shit. Because ain't no woman finna have my two and seventy pound ass pushed down in the bed, <laughs> slapping my I ass. I hope not. <laughs> Fancy? No. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no pegging over here, goddamn it. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> the domination of my woman, man. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and unfortunately, I was a toxic individual. I used to love to dominate another man's woman, just because it was the nature. You know what I'm saying? The fighting nature within me of growing up in traumatic circumstances. Yeah. Let's blame it on that. <laughs> that'd yeah. be that. It's really about competition too. Like you want to win. Yeah. You know I see this nigga got this. I'm trying to win. With a nigga want to hit your girl if you that guy for sure. Like yeah, yeah. Savannah, a LeBron James woman, and this is the thing that hurts you about women. They don't know this. Like one time I said something to. Um, to my, you know, my assistant, and I think she took it wrong. She was trying. I wasn't saying you're not beautiful. I'm saying this nigga trying to fuck you because you work for me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he's been on me. You know, she got a little offended. I'm like, baby, hold on. I ain't saying you ain't you pretty, mm-hmm. but it's a little extra. Mm-hmm. Like if it's Michael Jordan's girl or his assistant, you know what I mean? Because that's how men we fucked up like that. We want to dominate something. Very true. This is how we are, unfortunately. Very true. Pray for us, ladies. Pray for him. Um, <laughs> you like you like being like that. Next question. Um, <laughs> what type of women you like, bro? I, I need to know. What, what's your type? Women. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like a woman. I like a woman that's old school. You know what I'm saying. I like a woman that understands her feminine energy and not trying to be so masculine. You know, because when a woman understands what feminine energy really is, she understands the power of it. You know, like nowadays, I think it's this big thing. Like they're not they're not teaching women that feminine energy, like masculine energy is one thing, right? Mm-hmm. I want to push this rock. Feminine energy is influence, it's infinite, which means you can push the world. Mm. But a woman doesn't understand that I can't fuck with her because we're going to be clashing because she's going to be trying to step into my lane with me. And I can't. It just ain't going to work. I like a woman that's understanding her feminine energy for real. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these be like, I'm an alpha male. Right. I'm like, nigga, you ain't no motherfucking alpha male, boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> it's your mama. <laughs> you know, your mama basement, nigga. You ain't no motherfucking <laughs> alpha male. So a lot, of, a lot of guys that think that alpha males aren't, and a lot of women who believe that they really in their feminine energy aren't. I want to. I like a woman who really understands. And a lot of times that 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 come with that mother. Um, it come from the mother. If the mother wasn't in a real traumatic situation with a man, with a mm-hmm. man and was able to exercise hers, and she could pass it down. Mm-hmm. So, because a lot of a lot of us, even the, the, with the men, like we all had that trauma passed down from our uncles and our uncle. You know what I mean? And mamas and that. It's just kind of they passed down all them toxic traits. When I said uh, last week, I said if a woman come in your house and she don't try to straighten up, clean, not saying invite the girl, because they just took it all wrong. Of invite, course. Invite, I'm not going to invite no woman to a dirty house. <clears throat> but women see things a little differently than us. Like, 
this could be a little, you know what I'm saying, a mess to her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, she don't come and just try to bring that feminine energy. Like, <clears throat> I said she ain't the one. How, how do you feel about that? You know what's crazy? Damn. Damn. I knew what you were saying. Mm-hmm. I had a woman, not just a woman. I've had women come visit me. And I kind of leave my house a little fucked up on purpose. Mm-hmm. Now, if a woman don't, it's something in her where she like, I ain't finna be in this mess. Mm-hmm. Let me straighten this up a little bit. And that just made me feel like, ooh, I'm finna, we going, I'm taking shopping instantly. She don't know why. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play my part too. We are, like you, See, this thing about you, you play your part and you're going to bring your, we all bring something to the table. Um, but I did have a woman visit me and my shit was, I left it a little, you know, a little nasty. Messy, not nasty. Mm-hmm. She didn't do nothing. She ain't changed nothing for the whole weekend. She didn't the whole weekend. Nothing. So now in my head, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm still going to fuck you. Gotta fuck. She been here the whole weekend. I'm fuck you. <laughs> but I'm not going to be, I know what you're saying. It's like, <laughs> I'm not going to be like, this is my, this, I want to make her my woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and I saw the comments. I saw that. Like, you need to get made. I was like, come on, baby. He ain't saying that. What he's saying is a woman like Wayne, right? For him, give him an example. His little, he got girls and boys, right? He punishes girls more for not keeping their room clean. Mm. He punished his boys more for not handling that business they got to handle. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I want her to be cleaner than me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want a woman to be cleaner than me because I'm not that clean. She going to want me to be more of a protector than her. If I go to a woman's house right now, I ask them this all the time because now we, we don't have roles and shit. I said, if I come to your house, this your shit. Mm-hmm. I'm in your house. We hear somebody, a window down there, oh shit, we looking at each other. There's <laughs> one gun in here. We look at the gun and I say, you know this is your house. <laughs> so I'm gonna let you get, I'm gonna stay up here with the door locked. Mm-hmm. No, I'm instantly gonna say, I'm at your house. This is your shit. You ain't even my woman. I could be at your house just having sex with you. But I'm gonna go down here and risk my life to protect you because that's my motherfucking role. Mm-hmm. That's my job. And if you don't do it, that's a bitch ass. I'm a bitch ass nigga. Period. Mm-hmm. I don't care if we just fucking ladies. Let me tell you something. Even if you just having sex with a man. So that same thing. The woman that came to my house and cleaned my house up, dog shit, she wasn't my woman. But she felt like I needed to be a nice, clean space. This is what I bring. Mm-hmm. I'll come to your house and visit and say, oh shit, the door. For, I might hear some squeaking going on. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I'll go fix the shit. Mm-hmm. The fire alarm going off. I'm going to go up there. You know what I mean? It's just, it's okay, y'all. It's okay to want to come into somebody's home and make it a better home, whether you're a man or a woman, just in your, you know, your strength. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. what you were saying when you said that. Yeah, they were just so combative, bro. Like, and it's really like the new age, because there was a lot of older women that, that, that had a mother and, and seen it, and they was agreeing. But it was someone like, I, what? I would never do that. But it's like, okay, if I get with you, you automatically want me to do certain things just as a man. Take out the trash. If, you, if, if, we, if, if your tire was flat, I got to come over and do the shit. I got to goddamn go put some... If, I'm, if we're at the gas station, I got to pump the gas. But the, the littlest... This is the bare minimum. You walk into a man's house, I ain't telling you to goddamn scrub the ground. It's the music, man. It's 
The music, City Girls. The music. You know what's happened? And unfortunately, the women have followed our lead with the music. Mm. Yeah, a bunch of niggas rapping my shit they wasn't doing. Shelling bricks, but these niggas ain't sold no bricks for real. Mm. Spin the block. Man, these niggas ain't killing for real. The ones that killed, they dead right now. Or they in prison. Mm. These niggas is getting crash dummies to risk their life for them. So now what's happening is now women have taken they taking over rap. Mm-hmm. I know guys don't want to hear it. The rap game belongs to the women right now. And unfortunately, they follow our lead. So I, we take some blame. And now they're rapping about shit they ain't doing. Yeah. All these women talking all this shit about how fuck a nigga, this and that. Lead. They all got boyfriends mm-hmm. and husbands and shit. Because that's what they desire. But they talking this shit to you. Like these niggas are rapping all this gangster shit live in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. They don't live on motherfucking 61st Street. <laughs> you know what I mean? 63rd. <laughs> they live in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. What, like, I live in Castle I even rap about that shit. <laughs> I got Castle downstairs, man. Shit. You going to jail, you come fucking around my house, nigga. Fuck around shit. The wife will take you to jail. Uh, I'm going to get, get my feet rubbed or something. But that's what it is. The music is making, because now, like I said earlier, that's what I was talking about, like, a woman think that something that's feminine or anything that's looking like a submission a little bit is like, oh, I ain't no bitch ass nigga. It's like that now. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, baby, mm-hmm. I'm gonna jump in front of a bullet for you. Like, I was my life at a gas station one time, or the, it was a liquor store, where a nigga tried to stab me because I had to jump on him by because he he had his she had, he had a girl in between the um the car door and bitch da, 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 da. and I don't call it the b word, but he was saying calling the bitches or whatever. And she was like, let me go. He wouldn't let her leave. So I came over there and said, hey, partner, um, y'all, 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 y'all got good? And you already know what he said. Mm. My your motherfucking business. I'm saying, yeah, but she's saying she want to leave, man. Like, mm. And, you know, he tried to stab me. I knocked him out, but my sister was there. <laughs> but that was just, you know, that's the issue right now is we not the men in our community. It's black people because the other communities, they got to figure it out. We're not sitting into our masculine energy and our sisters ain't really sitting in. And I'm just speaking in general. I'm not saying everybody. because a lot of people out there that are. So anybody that is, by any means, you don't got to come cuss me out. But it's just overall, we in last place because of that shit. What do you do when um, somebody try to approach your girl? Approach her? Yeah. Let her handle it. Yeah, let her tell her, let her handle it. Cause she gonna be by herself all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna come over there and be like, hey bro, mm-hmm. just me. Like, no, I, you know, and then first, if she mine, she bad. Mm-hmm. My last girlfriend, boy, God damn, that motherfucker, she's so bad. Like, you gonna approach her. You got mm-hmm. if you got eyes, mm-hmm. and I'll be in the gym. We used to work out sometimes, gym together. Every nigga in the gym gonna make their way over there, try to help with some weights to show. And I'm over the other side just working out. I'm not gonna go over there. She got it. Mm. She, I see her pointing and nigga looking be like, oh, and I just be like, hey, as you should. Yeah, she handle it. It be niggas that be like uh, insecure and they gotta go prove themselves to their girl. Not to mm. nobody else. Like, show her like I'm this, I'm that nigga. Like, hey man, what the fuck, bro? Watch out, bro. I That's hate, crazy. I hate niggas like that because, bro, like, why are you trying me, bro? I didn't know. They getting jumped on. <laughs> Cause I gotta embarrass you from your girl. Right. I'm gonna embarrass you from your girl. Don't do me like that, fellas. It's a must. I'm gonna embarrass you from your woman. I'm so much bigger in person. 
<laughs> and I can fight. Okay, now, so when you do a situation where somebody, like, disrespected your girl. That's different. Like, um, I don't know, call the bitch word because she wasn't trying to get a number. So. Oh, yeah, I'm a strangler nigga. I'm going to jump on it. But I'm saying, like, just in cordial conversation, he doing what he's supposed to do. He doing what I did. Facts. You know what I mean? And shit, she going to be like, but he all that bitch, da, 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 da. You know, I'll step in if I see a, a man disrespecting a woman that ain't mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's looking like he getting aggressive, I'm going to come over there. What about the lady that got hit with a brick? I'd have probably shot that nigga. Damn. I'd have shot him. But it was another story about another, the guy that watched it witnessing was like, you seen it, Sean? <laughs> he was like, the lady was, uh, she was being the aggressor, right? But hitting her with a brick, though? How aggressive can the woman be? You gotta hit her with a brick. Hey, I'm not. I'm not condoning. No, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm saying to the individual who said yeah. that, like, she could have been like, yeah, she could have said anything. Pussy ass nigga, nah, fuck, broke it, cool. Not a brick. You can slap her. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not saying. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. I'm not saying slap the woman. What I'm saying is, put the brick down, nigga. If you want to hit her, put the brick down. <laughs> what I'm saying, put the brick down, then hit her. You know what I mean? <laughs> you see that lady face? Don't hit her. Don't don't hit her. Don't hit her. If don't. a woman say something to you, man, that make you that upset to where you gotta hit him, you ain't in control of your emotion. You was an emotional ass nigga. I done had women say crazy shit to me, bro. Cause see, think about it is a woman can't physically beat me. You notice. Know so what she's gonna do is when she hurt and she mad, you gonna say the worst. You the broke it. They're gonna try to they're trying to You little dick ass nigga. Pay shit to me. Oh, they gonna say that. You nigga had 12, 12 inch dick. When you heard her, you a little dick motherfucker. Uh-huh. So she's trying to hurt me with these words mm-hmm. because she knows she can't square off when we fight me. Mm-hmm. So let her have that moment. All right, baby. Cool. Because she's going to look crazy. She's going to go home and then she's going to think about it like, damn, I went all crazy. See me, I make a woman, I make them real, like a woman like that, I make a real mad because I don't get mad with them. That's what you do. Fuck you, bitch ass nigga. I just sit there. All right. All right, cool. Man, last, like two weeks ago, who was at this party? <laughs> and then someone that I was with, man, she went crazy on me. Bitch, 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 bitch. First, she first, fuck the rest of that. But she was, he was in a car and witnessing this. Mm-hmm. So it took everything for me not to slap this woman because, like, damn, you saying this shit because you, you know, you can't beat me. You know, right. I, I can't hit you. So you're going to say anything to piss me the fuck off. And I'm just listening, like, all right, we're the whole ride home, I'm just like, all right, you know what I'm saying? I'm, let me get up. I, I started thinking I was wrong. Like, damn, like, maybe I was wrong. Started thinking this shit. Like, nah, this bitch was definitely out of line. So I waited till we got to the crib. He got out the car, and I just went off on this bitch. Like, bitch, what's wrong with you, bitch? I just went crazy. Oh, she's in the car? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I just couldn't do it in front of him because, like, she, he don't need to see that. You know what I mean? He don't need to see. If I wanted to slap her, he wasn't going to be there either. But I think she really did deserve a slap, but I didn't do it. But I did, I, what I said was, yo, listen, I will leave your ass. I ain't gonna hit you. I ain't gonna curse you out. I said, I'll leave you. Forever. That's the move. That's the move. You, you ain't gotta hit no, see, I'm telling you. If a woman go crazy and a man put his hands on her, my bad. If a man go crazy and put his hands on her, he lost. Cause now at the end of the day, for one, she can call police on him. Even if she don't, for two, in the back of her mind, he was a bitch. He really was a bitch ass. He's a bitch ass nigga. But if a woman get crazy and do all that shit, and we are valuable 
Mm-hmm. We're, you're a very valuable individual. I'm a valuable individual. You know what I'm saying? I just say, all right, baby, I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way. And I just leave her. Mm-hmm. I can't, and then when she hit me, no response, block. Mm-hmm. No, it's going to kill her. It's going to hurt her more. That's going to hurt her more because, man, women can have, I'm telling you something, man, women, they can take some physical pain. They have children. Yeah. A slap ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the emotional, it's the real, it's the control. The control you have is really what hurt a woman out that's out of control. Cause it's like, baby, damn, you it, cause now you look <laughs> immature. You too, you too immature for me to even fuck with. That's that that hurts someone to feel like, you know, like I did some immature shit one time. And the brother that I did the immature shit with is a um He's a he's a famous person. He's a well-known person. And I was immature and I threatened him and he ain't say nothing back. He but then as I thought about it and I went back to apologize through my our mutual friend, he he declined my apology. Mm-hmm. It was like, I just don't want to. And I saw him in public one day, he just walked past me. That hurts you more. Cause like, damn, Mike, you know what I mean? It's like, Mike, you're immature. Mm-hmm. To this day, he never he did, he declined. I think I told you about that. Did I tell you about that. I don't think so. Oh, we was at the we was at the um, oh, Thai yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's a famous individual. Mm-hmm. He tried to. I wasn't there. Oh yeah, okay. okay. He tried a, 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 a you know, I, it was alleged he tried to holler at my my girl or my ex, um, but I introduced him to my ex and her mom. At you know, and then. So my thing is, I all the time would try to holler at a girl. And like, if, if a dude got a girl and he introduced me, I'm not going to see her. I don't download her face. That's how respectful I am. Mm-hmm. So I try to holler. She'd be like, oh, I'm finesse girl. Damn, my bad, sis. You know what I'm saying? I'm so sorry. Yo, tell bro, my bad. I, ain't me. I, I didn't really realize it was you. But she said, I'm finesse girl. And I'm like, man, fuck that, man. <laughs> then it's like, I'm disrespecting you. So that's what I was told that happened. So versus me calling him like an adult and saying, bro, it was brought to my attention. You did X, Y, and Z. Can you please let's have this conversation? He could have been like, oh, no, nah, man. You know, I acted like a gorilla. What'd you say to this man? <laughs> it, was, it was very aggressive. You know what I mean? I I I said I gonna put my hands on him, slap him, all that shit. Like, what I said was I told bro, I said tell him if he see me try to shake my hand, I'm a, I'm gonna slap fire his ass. It, don't try to speak to me because now I'm gonna feel. Because if you don't fuck with me, try to holler my. That's cool, right. but you can never be in my face and try to holler my girl knowing it's her and tell him, man, because I don't want me like that. He don't even respect him. Mm-hmm. Like anyone I've ever been with, all my partners, nigga, they don't play with me because I would never play with them. Like, cause it's like, you ain't finna ever make my woman feel like, man, Mike, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Man, we, nigga, no. That's never gonna be the case with me. And I treat everybody else with the same respect. I'm never gonna play with no, anybody I shake their hand. But at the end of the day, I was wrong. I ain't just calling like a man and be like, hey man. So it hurt me more that he's like, he ain't say, tell that motherfucker woo woo. <laughs> cause now I'm here, we here now. Mm-hmm. Because he just said, I didn't get a response. Now I got time to think about it. I got time to say, damn, what if she was trying to holler at this nigga? I don't know. I wasn't there. So now I had to call bro. Hey man, bro, tell bro, man, I apologize. All right. 
And then I said, you tell him? I told him, man, he, you know, he just, he just declined. He don't, he just don't want to fuck with you like that. Which we only like friends like that, but still, it made me look childish. So women, because I was acting in emotion. So when a woman acted in emotion, I, you know, I was like, hey, I'm cool. It's going to hurt him more, trust me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you had a, a comment about threesomes. <laughs> a comment about threesomes. Oh, I like this topic. It was this lady that uh, said that um, a threesome is uh, yeah, a threesome would be uh, just three people. Mm-hmm. You had something to say about it. Well, I'm going to say this. You can have a threesome. Ladies, I'm going to talk to y'all. Hear me. Just hear me first. I'm not a person. I'm a person that goes off of definition and terms. Mm -hmm. Like, what does humble mean? To be humble. Um, To, uh, to, to. What is the word? What do you feel like it means? To not brag and boast, to appreciate what you have and not shit on nobody. And now that is what people feel mm-hmm. like humble means. Humble means to see oneself in a lower frequency, right? Which is not good. I, I just learned that too. So it's not good. So I'm a person that like to look at the definition because I know words are very powerful. I don't go off of I just feel like. Mm-hmm. A threesome is when three people are having sex with each other. Yeah. So it's possible, ladies, to have a threesome with two men if they're bisexual. Okay? Um, The terminology train. The terminology of train came from one cart, right? (laughs) <laughs> Let me just explain I'm, I'm going to give it to you And there's two carts on the outside That don't plan on ever touching each other mm-hmm. But connecting the, fe- the, the male part of the cart To the female part of the middle cart mm-hmm. That's what's called a train Now Let me say this What the real thing is Women have to Be comfortable in doing Whatever it is you're doing because what's happening to we live in a society now where everybody wants to be validated. We want validation for what we do when we don't feel we don't really feel right about it. Mm-hmm. Like me, I practice Ifa, right? Guess what the world feel about my religion? I devil, I worship the devil. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Because I got people like it's even people close to me. Like I, my my, it's, I have castmates. I got friends, people who, hey, Mike, and they talk behind my back. Man, I tell you, man, Mike, worshiping that devil, man, who he praying to? Because that's how they see it. I don't give a fuck. And guess what? They have the right to see it as they see it. The society has a right. When you put yourself on a platform and you put information out there publicly, people have the right to feel how they feel about it. Mm-hmm. And you got the right to not give a fuck. So if you want two men to penetrate you at the same time, quit wasting time trying to make somebody change what they call it because it makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. 
stand on business yeah. on what the fuck you do. Ladies, listen, you grown. You want to goddamn two men at the same time? Like, for instance, a, a, three, a train could be, if I'm in the middle and there's two on, on, women on the side, fuck it, choo-choo. Choo-choo. I'm not going to be like, well, technically it's not a train because I don't give a fuck. I'm going to let both of y'all heterosexual women have sex with me. I'm not going to care. So I think what it is is like, because our women are so big on feel. I, I just feel like I want to feel. So, and not just the women. Let me take that back. Society. The society we live in now is everybody want to feel, um, they want people to make them feel better about things they don't feel like it's the right thing to do and they're not secure in doing it. So, shit, I know good. Well, let me say this too to the men about this whole train thing. As far as judgment is concerned, you can't judge a woman that let two men penetrate her without judging the men in that, that situation too. Because, nigga, we outnumbered. Why are you choosing to be in a room hmm. with another man having your sex moan, sex faces and shit? I had it. I dick out. Dick out. Leg. Nigga, Toes if your out. leg touched my leg and I'm stroking, I'm gonna die. Real talk. Let me tell you what happened one time. I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna be transparent, y'all. I had a whatever you want to call it, threesome train, whatever it is. Me and the no, I want no threesome because we ain't touching. Yeah, let me. Yeah, you're right. It was damn. Wasn't no motherfucking threesome. I was. I was 19, bro. And this is my supervisor. Shout out to him. I don't say his name. He might be married. But it took me on a trip. Like we went to this little club. I got hour away, right? So it's the two my two OGs and it's me. They get two girls from the club, you know? So I'm by myself. So I'm in the back and the girl is rubbing my leg. I forget, we just going somewhere, to, I guess for them to fuck or whatever. And she rubbed my leg. I'm like, damn, you know, fuck going on? So we get to the location. I sit in the car and let them go do their thing. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna keep it play, i wait. He come back to the car and say, hey, bruh, she want the train. She wants to get now, you know, mm. come on in. So I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> this is the shit they be rapping about, you know? I'm excited. <laughs> so I go out there, get my little kind of shit, you know? And I'm like, damn, this nigga naked. <laughs> he naked too. So here's the problem with this train or three, whatever we call it, this shit. I'm in front of this girl and she trying to give me some head, right? And he's behind her. So we, we ain't got no choice, we right here. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at her nice skin, her hair flowing and shit, and I'm pulling her hair back and looking at her little face. And all of a sudden I hear, ah! And I look up and I see his face, ah! And I'm like, whoa. They didn't tell me about this part. And then he said, all right, bro, your turn. And turned around. <laughs> Man, I don't want to go in there. So my thing is, if there's any judgment, <laughs> don't ladies, when I say, when I give terminologies, I just be, I'm just giving terminologies. Mm -hmm. Don't think I'm like, yeah, guys, you got her. Cause I'm sitting here after that experience. I'm like, nigga. And then you letting the man in your bed, like you can't even sit on my bed. You come to my house. I don't sit on Wayne's bed, talk to him like, yeah, man. So the day for the skits, like, I don't know what his bed look like. We're outnumbered. Mm-hmm. So, 
Me personally, that's just my thought process on it. It's th- a threesome is everybody having sex with each other. Ladies, if you want to have sex with two men, call it whatever you want to call it. Okay? Just stand on business. You ain't got to be comments fighting nobody about. Because I'm not, I'm not going to convince a 90-year-old white man who hate black people. Hmm. It's too late. I'm not, I ain't got time to be like, we're, we're really nice. Look, hey, we, man, fuck him. I'm black. I'm proud of that shit. Fuck you, motherfucker. I'm standing on business about being black. So stand on business about having sex with two men. That's what you like to do. Quit trying to make everybody word things. Because guess what? Six years from now, little people going to be offensive. I found out Midget was offensive by mistake. Man, let me tell you what happened to me. <laughs> this is a true story. I ain't trying to be funny. This is a true story. I'm at the gas station over there by um, Howl Mill. It's like right by the, it's one of them gas stations. I'm in the gas station chilling. I'm minding my business. I see a very small individual pull up. A little person, as I know now, to call him. He got out of the car. Nigga was driving and everything. He that came in. Nigga was driving and everything. <laughs> I look at him. I say, I say, what's up, man? He said, hey, what's up? You know, he cool. He go to the bathroom. The lady get out of the car, and she come in looking for the individual. Right? How I know she looking for him? She looking down. She looking out of the aisle and shit. Down. So I'm like, she looking for the, the guy. Uh-huh. Bruh, I promise. And people, please don't. Just don't kill me. I'm going to tell you this is true. So I'm being transparent right now. So I say, excuse me, ma'am. You looking for the midget? He in the bathroom. She said... Are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> and I look, I was like, oh, she must have thought I said something else. <laughs> Let me say it again so she can understand. I ain't say nothing crazy. I said, oh, no, no, I ain't say, I said the midget. How would you like if someone like caught you a fucking N-word? She going off of me in the gas station, bro. And I'm in here like, I'm literally like, what I say? I thought that was the name of it. I had no idea. He come out the bathroom and shit. He waddled past me. They go out to the car, you know what I'm saying? She going off, motherfucker. And he he ain't say nothing, but you know, I'd have kicked his little ass. Because <laughs> you literally, you still a man. You a man. I'm going to treat you like a man. No, I'm just playing. I'm going to kick his ass. I'm just playing. So, so, so the dude, dude I get to the, to the dude, you know what I'm saying? He's like, it's little people, dude. That's, a, that's offensive now. It's offensive now. I'm like, well, I just found out the hard way. <laughs> so six years from now, we're going to change it. Little people going to be offensive. Why should I tell y'all? Mm-hmm. Six or seven years going to be offensive. But guess what's not going to change? The height of that person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're taking two dicks, no matter what we call it, <laughs> enjoy it. Quit trying to make me change the name of some shit for your enjoyment. Like, man, women, live y'all motherfucking life. Life hard enough for y'all as it is. Life hard for women, bro. They gotta have babies. <laughs> if I was a woman, I wouldn't get, I wouldn't be arguing with no man about nothing, about changing what I feel. I just stand on business what I do. Real shit. Stand on business, ladies. Have fun. Leave your mother like this. Guess what? I'm gonna say this. Just, I gotta say this last part about yeah, that. Say it, please. The reason why I think like that, when I saw my mama transition, I realized can't nobody die for me, so I ain't gonna let nobody live for me. That's why I'm like, I practice E5. 
Ain't no secret. And I don't give a fuck what nobody think. Oh, that's what you may please think what you want to think. I promise you I don't give a fuck. And it's okay, because I ain't mad at you either. I'm not mad at nobody because they got the right to think what they think. A 90-year-old white man got the right to think. I don't want my granddaughter fucking with none of them. Niggers. Niggers. He got the right to feel that way. It's okay, sir. I'm still going to hit her. <laughs> I was just playing. No, you're not playing. You're not playing. I'm already going to get it because I don't even mess. I, don't, I like sisters, but just out of pure <laughs> revenge, revenge for my ancestors. <laughs> Bro, you can't say that, bro. The, 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 what? What, what? What country Wayne told you? Oh, I'm just talking shit. They don't know that. <laughs> that's gonna be one of the clips, and that's gonna go viral. I mean, no, I yeah, I date I date black women. You, you can, I mean, that's my preference is black women. Mm-hmm. I love sisters. Like, ain't ain't nothing like no black woman to me mm-hmm. in the world, and I stand on that. I think. You know, that's something else, too, in Hollywood I see that black men don't really be saying. Because it's like, hmm. Like, I love everybody. I fuck with everybody. I think that all women are beautiful. But that's just my preference, you know? I love sisters, man. Um, huh? Train's not the proper word. No, it's, <laughs> it's offensive. It's offensive. <laughs> it's offensive. Um, wh- no. Like, as a relationship? No, I wouldn't. Only and, and again, I would not. It's but do what you want to do. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Do what you want to do, because I'm gonna do some shit that you gonna say I wouldn't date that a man that's. No, but I'm gonna do what I want to do. You know what I mean? I wouldn't, and it's only because I I just wouldn't want to be in a relationship with a woman that um, you know. Yeah, me neither. But it's okay. I, but still have fun. Do your thing. I'm gonna do me. Cause this one right now is saying I wouldn't date a man who had sex with two men at the same time. Well, okay. I ain't for you. Well, well, let's say this then. Let's say you was in love, mm-hmm. and then damn, you, yeah, I know you was with this girl for a good amount of time, and then your homeboy come along like, yo, that's sure we used to back in the day. Damn, training everything. G train threesome. <clears throat> oh God, what do you do at this point? She better not make no mistake. <laughs> she got, she you just left the TV out. on? <laughs> I can't do this anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn, that's that's a good, but you know, if I'm with her already, bro, and we already. Yeah, past you know the past, past, bro. Yeah, I did some shit in my past. I ain't do nothing, no, I ain't do no certain things. I just I ain't cross certain lines, but. She, my criminal history might be a turn off to her. You know what I mean? Or um, I did some fucked up shit in my past for sure. So I wouldn't if I'm with her already. You know, I'd be like, damn. I just had to just we here now, man. She because she my girl. We in love. She she's already proven herself. Mm-hmm. So I ain't gonna leave her because she got a train. Uh, whatever we call it. What's it called? It's, it's what's, sex. ladies. What's it called, ladies? Just sex with multiple people. What y'all call it? A woman having sex with two men. If you're having fun. Having fun. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. It's not offensive or anything. I like that. It's not offensive yeah. at all. Yeah, having fun with multiple Ladies who like to have fun with multiple men. <laughs> at the same time. Double pleasure. We'll call it double pleasure. Double pleasure. Double, yeah. penetra- double penetration yeah. pleasure. 
Yeah. Yeah. We got to start saying that for now on. Don't say train. Double. Train is no longer the terminology, guys. It's double penetration. Double penetration DP. pleasure. DP. DPP. Yeah, if you want to identify as uh if you want to identify, <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, hi man, this has been a good episode, man. Um, appreciate you coming through, bro. Man, I'm waiting on this moment, man. Yeah, the 40 year old that made it, the show. He let you know. Listen, follow your dreams or just give up. Either or, <laughs> either or, you're right. <laughs> either or, you know what I mean? give up on your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I gotta tell this nigga, man. You can't rap, dog. <laughs> that shit ain't in no more. Um, tell people where they can find you. What's your, your latest movie? How do you want to ask you about um this fucking strike? Mm. What's up with it? The strike. Um, you ain't doing shit right now. Just the skits. Just skits. It didn't really affect me. Um. But you know, I'm gonna tell you who's really affecting this. They, the people ain't talking about is the is the the crew. Ah, uh, not the actors. Because a lot of actors. Let me just be real with y'all. Only three percent of actors live off of they live off of acting. Mm-hmm. Most actors are they have a job, they waitressing, they selling insurance, they're doing things to survive. Cause you ain't making, if you book a role twice a year, you know what I mean? Yeah. You go do this one and give you a thousand dollars each time. That's two grand. God, damn. Yeah. So then people, the actors aren't really getting money like that for real. Um, we see the, the, the few that we mm. see on TV all the time, the, the ones that are the leads is doing, and even them, like Michael B. Jordan is a producer. Mm. Desert Washington is a producer. Equalizer three, you see his name as a producer because the producers make the money. So a lot of actors aren't really, um, um, they they have jobs now. The actors who are the three percent are suffering mm-hmm. bad because they're like shit. I can't go get no motherfucking job. I'm a famous actor, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, but the people we ain't talking about enough is the, the hair, the makeup, the electric, the grips, the yeah. locations. They man, they people suffer because that's their, they live off of that. That's their everyday job. Mm-hmm. So I just pray for them, man. I pray to strike. Uh, they wrap it up soon. It was, I guess the, the main thing was the um, the AI. Mm-hmm. You know, they were trying to use our likeness, which is should be illegal. Um, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. I think I think that already got taken care of. Mm-hmm. And then I think the other thing, the hard part about I'm gonna say the hardest part about it is because you making money on television from the ad money. So commercials come and they pay, and then you and then the the money get broken down. And they get residuals on the TV show. Mm-hmm. But what's happening is with streaming, streaming is great for fans because you can go on demand and just watch what you want, watch what you want. But the bad thing about that is if it's a Netflix where it's a subscription base where I pay my fee every month and watch whatever I want to watch, you can't divvy the money up like, oh, okay, we had this many people view this. Mm-hmm. Squid Game's got a billion views and you only got 100,000 views. But the subscription is $19 a month. So it's really a hard thing to figure out, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it, it, you know, um, on both sides, because the actor and the writer feel like, man, I don't have to write a movie every week. I, want, I need the residual income. That's how we survive, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know what they're going to do, man, but um, we got to figure something out, either more money up front, 
Since we like, you know what I'm saying? They got raised the subscription price mm-hmm. and pay more money for the film up front so that the actors can get a bigger chunk up front. Uh, because when you take that little that money that money up front, it don't be crazy. The residuals help. You know what I'm saying? You get that check out of nowhere. Oh, six thousand dollar check. You know what I mean? Or um, so yeah. But I pray I pray they smooth it over soon, man. Because a lot of people suffering from it. Now what's up? Well, I appreciate you, Mike. Bless. It's been a really good episode of Rich Unemployed Podcast. Um, yeah, man. Trains. No, Bruce. not trains. Yeah, I mean, DP. Um, double, pen- double penetration pleasure. Pleasure. Fun. That's what we call it. Don't call it trains, people, ever again. And we out. <laughs> <laughs>